Good morning. Welcome to the Stronger Marriage Podcast. She's Lee. <laughs> Glad y'all joined us. And I'm Trey. <laughs> yes. There you go. Uh, we we have had a great time in Alaska with our friends in Wasilla. If you came to the Wasilla workshop, thank you for coming. It was fantastic. Uh, it was a family workshop. We do a marriage workshop. We also do a family workshop that includes a session on marriage. Uh, but this had a lot to do with parenting and families and healthy families. And uh, it was a it was a good workshop. So good workshop. And one of these days, we're going to follow up with a book. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do a family's book. Yes. We're excited about that. Uh, we have uh, Hazel Green or Huntsville, Alabama coming up on uh, the weekend of... Eighth and ninth. Yes, after Labor Day. After Labor Day. Yes. There you go. And then, and then we're going to be in Artesia, uh, and that will be October. And hopefully, it'll be cool by then. Looking forward Seems to some like cooler all we've temps. talked about lately on our podcast is, is how that it's hot, hot it is. <laughs> That's right. We we never got over seventy degrees in Alaska. I'm not sure it got over sixty five. Yeah, every it, day it was very 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 cool and almost like we we were cold. A few there times. were a couple of times yes. we were cold. We went to a concert. <laughs> One of my favorite bands played there at the State Fair and. I've tried to catch them in in Texas, and that didn't work out. And so uh, they were going to be in Alaska while we were there. So we went and saw the right. Texas band in Alaska, in the very town we were staying at. It was, yeah, it was just it was meant to be. It was meant to be, and it was perfect. <laughs> it was cold. We was. snuggled as we we, we kind of snuggled as we listened to the last few songs because we were so cold. Yes, outdoor concert, uh, but it was fun. Never quite got dark. We spent a few days in Denali, saw bears. Moose, elk. Not elk. Caribou. Caribou. Yeah. Yes. Bald eagle. Yep. It was fun. It was. We had a good time. If you haven't been to Alaska, and if you can ever pull that off, that'd be a great place to a go. Beautiful place. Yeah. Uh, today we're talking about a topic that uh, maybe maybe some men might hear this and go, oh, this is uh, the most unmanly topic <laughs> there is. I'm not going to waste my time listening to this. Yeah, but I, I just want to say it's worth your time, yes. and it's not unmanly. Um, anytime we talk about feelings or... Uh, I've noticed the other day we did a podcast last month, How We Can Connect outside sexually how can we mm-hmm. connect intimately outside of sex well that didn't sound like a lot of fun to a whole lot of people that one wasn't a very popular podcast mm-hmm. i thought that's funny this one may not be either but there's some things that need to be said as we talk today about feelings or validating feelings in marriage or if we can put it the way gottman talks about it bids of attention and mm-hmm. this is this is extremely important because people who do this well have a much higher chance of marriage contentment and happiness than those who don't. Those who don't do it well are not only not happy in marriage, but divorce at a high rate. Yeah. And so this is this is some really, really important stuff for your marriage today. And I think once we explain it, you're going to go, hey, yeah, we need to do this, or we do do this, or we need to do better at this. Yeah. It's just kind of, in a nutshell, it's about how well you listen and respond to your spouse. Yeah. In essence, it's the act of helping someone feel heard and understood. And we're going to explain a little bit about what that means. Yeah. And emotional validation doesn't mean that you agree with someone necessarily. Uh, You don't have to see eye to eye on the matter or adopt the other person's feelings as your own. But it it does require that you accept their right to have those feelings. You you can't change anybody's feelings. Um, I mean, they're going to feel the way they're going to feel. And they just want you to understand that in in some capacity. Good point. Uh, you know, by contrast, emotional invalidation is when you re- reject 
someone's right to their feelings. Uh, and it, that can make a, a person feel judged or ignored. Or lonely. Um, yeah, so, you know, and that's not where, what marriage is about. So, yeah. A um, couple of quick examples yeah. of just what this means. It's as if you walked in the door and said, I had a really, really hard day at work today. And I respond with, all right, what else is going on? Yeah. I mean, and, and give you no validation <laughs> right, to your day. Right. And I just, you know, you know, what's for supper or, okay, so, so you had a bad day. Let's move on. Yeah. Where there's no... Um, feelings of, I am so sorry, mm -hmm. what happened today? Yeah. Uh, or if I came into you and said, I have some really great news. This is so exciting. And you just respond with, well, okay. Yeah, uh, you, know, you know, it wasn't so exciting to you, but, you know, you, you could have shown a little yeah. more excitement. If your spouse if is excited, excited, you should be yes. excited. And that's important. Uh, or if, if maybe you tell your spouse... Um, or maybe your spouse tells you, I feel like you kind of had a little bit of a tone with me. And you respond with, or they respond with, I, you're just being too sensitive. Uh, that's, that's hard, and you shouldn't, you shouldn't do those things. We, we should not belittle our, our spouse's feelings or what they feel. Yes. Uh, Gottman calls these bids for connection, bids for attention. And a bid for connection, you either turn toward that person's bid for connection or away from it. So like if Lee walks in and says, I had a bad day at work, and I go, oh, sorry about that. What's for supper tonight? I did not turn toward her bid for uh, connection. I turned away from it. Uh, and those who actually turn towards one another with this bid for connection have a much happier marriage. And 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 it's important that we learn how to do this. Yeah. So... So we're, we're taking this from a study that Gottman did. They did a study. They had a six-year follow-up period with couples during this study. And they found that couples who had divorced after this period of time had turned toward bids only 33% of the time. So this means that only three in 10 of their requests for connection were met with interest and compassion. So, you know, it's like if I came in and said I had a really hard time, hard day at work, only three times out of 10 did, did that spouse respond positive, positive, like by turning toward me. Uh, the rest of the time it would have been, you know, like brushing me off, not, yeah. not responding in the way that validated my feelings. And it, and so. it can be as simple as you sitting there going, oh, oh, guess what I, I heard today and, and me kind of going, uh, yeah, what is it? Uh, hold on, I'll get back to you. I'm finishing this or whatever it is, and, and I forget what it was that we talked about. I, I, it's just you've made a bid to connect with your spouse, and your spouse has turned away. Uh, in contrast, couples who, who remain together after this six-year period that Gottman studies uh, had a turn toward bid 87% of the time, meaning their spouse, when their spouse told their spouse something, nearly nine times out of ten the healthy couple uh, were meeting their partner's emotional needs, their bid for connection. Mm -hmm. and, and here's the kicker, all right? This is good. By observing these or this type of interactions, Gottman apparently says that he can predict up to 94% certainty whether couples will be broken up together, happy or unhappy uh, together down the several years down the road they'll just know if they're going to work or they're not going to work they're and simply by doing 
by what you do when you turn towards your spouse's bid for connection and validation or away from it. And so that's so important that uh, that we become people who turn toward our spouse's bid for connection. Yeah. So, of course, there are, are countless ways that you can validate your spouse. Um, as long as you show the other person that you recognize and accept their emotions, you're validating. So if you came in and, and told me, you know, something that happened during the day, I could say something like, wow, that, that would be confusing. That's, that's a way to validate. So we just want to give you a few examples, sure. some phrases that come across as validation. Yeah. Uh, if, if, some, if your spouse came in and said, uh, I'm upset and they, you know, why is that? He said this today and you said, yeah, I would be upset about that too. All you've done is told your spouse, uh, you've got a right to be upset. Mm-hmm. You've got a right to be angry. Yeah. Or, ah, oh, that is so sad. You know, um, sympathize with your spouse. Uh, maybe it wouldn't have made you sad, but but your spouse felt sad, so you're going to be sad with them. Yeah. It's um, em- empathy. Yes. Uh, sympathy. Yes. Empathy. Putting yourself in their shoes. We'll talk yeah. about that in a minute. Uh, when, a, when, when your spouse accomplishes something or, or if they feel proud about something, tell them, hey, you have every right to be proud. That is a major accomplishment. I'm proud of you too. Mm-hmm. Or something like, I'm so happy for you. You've worked incredibly hard on this and it must feel amazing. Those are all positive bids uh, for connection, uh, turning toward your spouse when yes. they when they make a bid for your connection. That is turning toward them. So we talked about some ways that we validate our spouse. Here's some ways we can invalidate mm-hmm. as well by saying things like, eh, get over it, you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, or it, it could be worse. Yeah, and I'm kind of bad about that sometimes. I need to be better <laughs> about that. Well, it could be worse. Wait, wait, yeah, we're going to get to that. When, when the optimist, when you turn toward the optimist with your bad day and some of the ways that they respond uh, but yeah. we'll get to that <laughs> yeah um it, well at least at least it's not you fill in the blank you know your spouse yeah. says something you go well at least it's not this and yeah. you feel and that's kind of like it could be worse right um just put a smile on your face and tough it out or don't worry things will work out it's not that big of a deal um maybe they say you know let me tell you about how bad my day was and then you'll see yours wasn't so bad you know, nobody wants that they want you to sympathize with them for a minute yeah and that's just a bid for connection mm-hmm. that's a way to validate how they're feeling um it's a uh, well you work hard for us uh you're supposed to work hard for us you're the provider i mean when your spouse goes hey i'm trying everything i can to make ends meet and you go well you're supposed to do that mm-hmm. you're the provider <laughs> Um, if, you know, if you, if your spouse shares with you and say, you're just being too sensitive, that's, that's not what they want to hear. Uh, one of the things we'll talk about is if your spouse tells you something and you go, well, you should have handled it differently. Next time, try it like this. Mm-hmm. You're trying we, to fix it. We're trying to fix it. Yeah. And, and men are bad about that. Yes. We're going to, and we're going to address that some more here in a minute. Uh, maybe you say something like, I can't believe you're, you're that angry about something that doesn't matter. Um, Obviously it matters it, to them. It mattered. In, yeah. You know, yes. Or the but phrases, like, I get what you're saying, but, mm-hmm. or I hear you, but, mm-hmm. or I understand what you're saying, but, uh, all of those things are ways that you invalidate your spouse. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about some ways to show validation in a relationship. Um, so the first one is the most important one, which is... Do I have to say it? <laughs> That's the one I struggle with. Listen, listen, listen. Be a good listener. That's the best way you can show validation in in a relationship. Everybody wants to be heard. And if you're not paying attention, 
you got to listen to understand how your spouse is feeling. Uh, you don't internalize and make it about you. You don't get def defensive. You don't try to solve it. Uh, again, listen to understand and be there for them. Simply be present and patient. Uh, you'll have to let your guard down to be able to listen unfiltered. And, and it's a practice. Um, you practice listening to your partner. You will, you will have your opportunity at some point for for them to validate you later but right now this is about them yeah the, it, and it is it's a give and take um everybody at some point in marriage needs to be validated and so the more you validate your spouse uh when they need it hopefully they will validate you in return so it's always a give and take mm -hmm. um so another part to uh, to this listening is to give your partner your undivided attention, uh, making eye contact, avoiding multitasking while they're speaking to you. You know, maybe that you're right in the middle of doing something. Um, if at all possible, you know, close the laptop, put down the, the spoon of the food you're stirring, whatever it is, but turn toward your spouse, pay attention, um, pay attention to your body language. You know, if you're crossing your arms and leaning away from them, uh, that creates, you know, like an invalidating environment, like you're turning away. Uh, Nonverbal behavior such as nodding, smiling, leaning in, uh, those all show that you're paying attention to the other person's emotions and what they're saying. Yeah. And so listening is the number one thing you can do. The second thing, especially, and, and men, women do this too, is avoid trying to solve their problem. Don't try to fix it. At this time, they just want you to hear them. And, and if you're sitting there listening going, oh, I can fix this, <laughs> they just want you to listen to them and avoid solving their problem. Unless your partner asks for help, don't offer the unsolicited advice. Instead, listen to their perspective, make sure they feel understood, then ask whether or not they would like advice. Is there? A, would you like me to maybe give you a couple ideas of what might help? But be prepared to accept their answer, whatever it is. If they go, no, I don't want your advice, I just want you to hear me. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things that we've talked about in the past is um, when your spouse is talking and, and telling you about their hard day or whatever it is, you can imagine with yourself, you either have on a tool belt or a bucket. Mm -hmm. You're holding a bucket or you're wearing a tool belt. Exactly. If your spouse wants you to help them fix it, you got on the tool, tool belt. If, if, you, if they want you to simply listen to them, you're holding the bucket and you're catching their words. Mm -hmm. and, and if they want you to hear them, you got to get that tool belt off quick and catch their words because uh, you cannot, and maybe you need to ask your wife or, or your husband sometime, are you, should I be grabbing my bucket or my tool belt here? And they may say, hey, just get the, just get the bucket right now because uh, I just need to be heard. Just need to talk. So um, husbands are real bad about wearing the tool belt all the time mm -hmm. and not carrying the bucket around. Yeah. Uh, we used to show a video in our workshops. We've kind of quit showing it, but it's called mm -hmm. The Nail. Um, you could probably do a search for this. I don't know. You on, can. On YouTube. YouTube, yeah. The Nail. Um, the Nail. It's worth, uh, it, it's it worth watching, but it's it's really great. Uh, husband and wife are sitting on a couch, and, and he's trying to listen. He is. I mean, he's listening to her, and she is just having you know a hard day, and she's trying to talk to him about what she's feeling. 
and you can't see her face. Um, it's, it's showing him from the back. And he's just got this really concerned look on his face. And, and when she turns toward him where you can actually see her face, she's got this nail sticking out of her forehead, you know? So he's, he's just wanting to take the nail out of the forehead. You know, this is going to fix the whole problem. If I can just get that nail out of your forehead. And she's, she's wanting like, a bid for connection. Yes. And she's like, it's not wants. about the nail, you know? And he's like, well, yeah, it really is. But he, you know, she just wants him to listen. He wants to fix it. Uh, so you've got to understand, um, yeah. you know, do I need to just listen or does, do they want advice? Yeah. yeah. And you, you look at that and it's a silly video and the husbands often go, I can fix this. Mm -hmm. This is so fixable. Just let me get the nail out of your head and you won't have the pain. You won't have the sweaters <laughs> that are snagged. And she goes, it's not about the nail. Yeah. I, I just want you to hear me. And that's the difference between husbands and wives a lot of times. She wants a bid for connection. He's trying to fix it. Yeah. And he shouldn't be. He should be going, this is very hard. And then maybe later bring it up. And, I got a suggestion. And I think that's it. I think most people all the time want to be heard, want to be validated. And then, okay, then maybe we can, if, there, if there's a solution, if there's some advice to be offered, then we can do that, but but first we just want to be heard. Yeah, YouTube. It's not about the nail. That's yeah. actually the name. Yeah, of it's it. great. So yeah, avoid solving the problem. Be a good listener, and third, okay. have an appropriate emotional response. Yes. So uh, these were some of the things that we shared with you earlier. All those examples. But when someone shares a negative emotion with you, uh, responding in an overly cheerful way can make them feel dismissed rather than accepted. So this was kind of like you know. I live with an optimist and a lot of times if I'm having a hard day, you, you're trying to cheer me up mm -hmm. and I don't maybe necessarily want to be cheered up. Maybe I want you to be sad with me for a minute, you know? Um, so try to match their mood. That's, that's what they want from you right then. Match their mood. Maybe after you match the mood, maybe then you can try to move into some cheerfulness. But first, match the mood, take them seriously when they're telling you something difficult or personal, uh, and don't immediately try to cheer them up. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, a use an, a, an appropriate emotional response, match their mood. I think that's probably the key phrase there. That's really hard for some people. It is very hard when you're, you know, we, we watched, uh, everybody loves Raymond last night and he's a, he's a pessimist, you know, and Deborah was telling him, right, you're just such a pessimist. You always look at the, the negative and he, and he was, you know, celebrating his pessimism and and so yeah it's 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 probably works both ways if if somebody comes in and they're you know excited about their day and and the pessimist may be going well why are you so excited about that you know matching the mood is very important it is uh number four of five is use validating responses and we went through a bunch of these but we'll give you a couple of more validating responses statements or phrases like, I can see where you're coming from, mm -hmm. or that sounds so difficult. Sometimes it's all they want to hear is that sounds so difficult, or I hear what you're saying. Mm -hmm. I hear you. I mean, that just may be the only thing you can come up with in the moment is I hear you, but you've turned toward them. That's it. And you avoid invalidating responses like you're being too sensitive, uh, I don't see what the problem is here. Uh, even if you disagree with your partner's point of view, you should still give them the space to speak without judgment. Right. And and so you don't always have to agree. Maybe I, maybe I think, man, her day wasn't all that bad. Come on, that's ridiculous. So so that you still can say, mm -hmm. I am so sorry. It was mm -hmm. a tough day. Yes. 
So you're gonna try to see things through their eyes. This is the last way that you can show validation. Uh, you try to see it from their viewpoint. Um, it may be difficult, you know, to see it from their viewpoint, but you're gonna try. Um, some don't validate because they believe that they must agree with their partner in order to validate them. And usually they, they don't agree, you know. You, you just maybe not don't see it the way they do, and you feel like, well, I can't, I can't agree with that. Uh, if I if I validate them, then they're going to get the idea that I agree with that. No, that's not what this is. You don't have to say, you know, I agree. You can just say what you know. I hear you. I I hear you. I, I hear. Can see, this is hard. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Um, you know, in fact, some people feel as though the other person is completely wrong, and if so. They just refuse to validate their feelings altogether. Um, and those times when you just don't, you know, when you turn away, when you tell them they're being overly sensitive, when you don't respond at all, when you brush it off, uh, those are the, the times that are hard on marriage. Those were the, what, what was the statistics? Uh, three out of 10 times, yeah. uh, only three out of 10 were met. Um, you got to be striving more for that nine out of 10 instead of that three out of 10 in order to have the happy marriage that Gottman, you know, in their study showed that couples have. Yeah. So, so, so work on validating feelings because everybody's feelings are valid. Your mm -hmm. spouse's feelings are valid. Your feelings are valid. And, and I guess if there was a homework assignment I would like, we would like for you to maybe consider is, is when we're talking uh, connecting and, and turning towards your spouse with connection, making a bid for connection, work really hard the next couple of days since you've listened to this to notice the times where your spouse says something to you that is a bid for connection turning toward whether it's uh, I had something really good for lunch today and mm -hmm. you don't respond or you go oh great what was that mm -hmm. uh, no start start being uh, intentional at noticing my spouse just made a, a bid for connection here um, and there and it may just be simple stuff you need to be responding to those bids of connections because that's how your spouse feels connected to you is when they speak something and you respond to that bid for connection yes. without turning away. Yes. Be interested in what they had to say, respond to what they had to say before you say, oh, and, and but let me tell you about my day. You know, yeah. it's, it's about them first. If they've turned toward you, you need to respond to them first before putting the attention on you. That is true. So... This was a fun. This was a fun it was good. podcast. I, I think it's, we I needed think, this. Yeah, I think it's helpful for couples to. It's not something we that we this. think about a lot, but it's no. something that that takes intentionality, just like everything else in marriage. Yeah, and we need to be better at this as well. This is something every marriage can improve on. Yes, uh, and especially for us husbands out there yes. who are really good at what husbands and wives. Out. Husbands and wives need to work on this equally. Yeah. So, well, yes. thank you for throwing the wives out there. Too, so, <laughs> yeah. anyway, uh, yes, yeah, we'll be back in two weeks. We are honored you joined us today. If you're listening on Spotify or on iTunes, it gives you the opportunity to give us a rating on a stars. We would love a five-star rating and maybe even a comment, a review, because all that does is help get the message out more about healthy marriages. We don't get paid for any of this. We don't get paid for, for podcasts getting out there. All it does is it gets the message that we're sharing out to more people because it moves it up where more people can find it. Sure. So you're helping build stronger marriages when you give us a rating, a review, when you review one of our books, uh, when you share something on social media that we have written. Uh, anytime you help get the word out about 
share something, you, you're helping pass the word or spread the word about healthy marriages. And healthy marriages is what our, our country, our nation, our state, our schools, healthy families is what we need in this world. And when we can fix healthy families and healthy marriages, um, so many of our problems today will go away. Mm-hmm. Amen. There you go. Preach. Got a little mini sermon there in right there. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Y'all have a great week. We'll see yeah. you in two weeks. Bye-bye.